This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome to the show, everybody. Our big Friday show as we're just about to get the weekend started. And uh, we've got we've got guests galore today. We've got a big Friday show. We're getting ready for a weekend of football, college, and pros. And uh, Willie Barcena is coming by a little bit later. So comedian Willie Barcena on the show today. We're uh, going to get a, a look at uh, our true crime report later this morning. Today is also National Cheeseburger Day. I wish I could tell you that we were having cheeseburgers in the studio, but to my knowledge, uh, that is not the case so far. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning, Buzz. All right. Uh, so Brandon's out for a couple of days, and uh, Lisa will be here soon. Is it just <laughs> you and me doing the show? It's, it's just the two of us right yeah, now? Yeah, right now it's okay. just the two of us. All right, very good. Well, fine. Why don't you uh, go ahead and tell us what's coming up in the world of entertainment later today. Sure, the author of Forrest Gump sadly has passed away. His name was Winston Groom. We interviewed him a few, uh, like you three years did? ago. You, yeah, were you, were you not on the show when we interviewed Winston? No. He had written a, a novel mm-hmm. called El Paso. Oh, wow. Which was, I don't know if you know this, but that novel was all about El Paso. So we, <laughs> we, we had Winston Groom, the author of Forrest Gump. Aww. On when that book came out, so you know, three or four years ago, I guess. Wow, R.I.P. Yeah, he was seventy-seven. It uh, when we interviewed him, we asked him all about Forrest Gump, uh-huh. and he he let us know some surprising things. Like he loved the movie, he loved what they did oh, really? with his movie, but good. Their Forrest Gump, played by Tom Hanks, was nothing, nothing like how he envisioned. That's Forrest what Gump. I read. I I guess like. His perfect actor to play Forrest Gump was John Goodman. Yes. Because he saw Forrest Gump not not only as, you know, mentally slow, I guess, but also, like, huge and super strong. So instead of running away from bullies, the Forrest Gump in the, in the novel would just pound the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Winston Groom uh, has passed away, and we had him on a few years ago, so I know if you... Uh, little known things about his most famous book, Forrest Gump, uh, although he'd written many others. How old uh, did you say Winston Groom was? 77. Are they given a cause of death? No, they are not. All right. Uh, we've got a lot uh, coming up today uh, to talk about in, in news. Joe Biden had his town hall in his hometown of uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania last night. And it was on CNN, moderated by by Andy Coop, Anderson Cooper. Mm-hmm. That's what I call him. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that happened. The president had a rally uh, with supporters. It there there wasn't any social distancing, and it didn't look uh-huh. like. I mean, if there were masks, they were they were few and far between. So. Um, you know, as there's criticism that the president knew how dangerous this virus was going to be back in February and didn't didn't tell people, didn't tell people how dangerous. In fact, 
downplayed the danger. And I'm not saying he downplayed the danger. I'm quoting him when he said he downplayed the danger. And then he was back on the campaign trail mm-hmm. uh, again, doing the very thing that a lot of people are saying, what the hell are you doing, man? Uh, so that's going on in the news. We still got some forest fires to talk about. Uh, the wake of Hurricane uh, Sally continues to be in the news and a whole lot more. I've got uh, kind of a, something I thought you might be interested in. Mulan uh-huh. has made more money on Disney Plus than Tenet has made in the theater. And some people Stop. are thinking that, yeah, some people are saying, well, that that might change movies. You know, if the studios look at it and go, both of these are uh, high-profile movies. One of them was released on TV, and one of them was released in the movies, and the one on TV outperformed. Yeah, that's why Universal and AMC had that huge fight because they released Trolls World Tour and it made so much money that Universal was like, hey, we may do this in the future. And AMC was like, that's not the deal. You're going to show us your movies. Disney's uh, decision to put Mulan on Disney Plus charge $30 for it in retrospect looks like a great business decision. Mulan has reportedly made $261 million uh, on Disney Plus. Dang. And Tenet, which was released in theaters, you can't get that on TV, has made 207. So Mulan has outperformed uh, Tenet by about by about $60 million. And it's been in theaters for a while now. Well, I think a couple weeks. I think yeah. the same amount of time. I think Mulan and uh, uh, Tenet were both kind of out on the same day. Uh, so this could really be a big change if the if if the movie studios start realizing we can make as much or even more money putting it for rent on TV well we'll just do that possibly right the emmys are coming up saturday and I, you know the emmys are not one that i really well there's only one award show that i really get involved in and try and see everything that's the academy awards yeah, but the uh, <laughs> the emmys are coming out and time did a breakdown of what they think should win and what they think will win so for let me just give you a couple in the best drama category for television uh time says succession on hbo will win but they say who should win is either succession or better call saul oh. uh, best comedy they say what will what will win is uh it's a show that rhymes with spitz creek Oh, I love that show. Yeah. Are you a fan of that show? I am. Well, they're saying that one will probably win the Emmy. Oh, good. But the one that should win the Emmy, according to Time, is The Good Place on NBC. No, I think The Creek one should win. Well, you think The Creek one? You're a big fan I of The Creek? I love that show. All right. Uh, so they got a rundown like that. I thought that would be just kind of interesting to... I'm not going to watch the Emmys or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of interested to find out like what is nominated and what they think ought to win. Uh, I might find find something good to watch that I hadn't thought of before. Watch the Creek one. They well, I've seen episodes of it. It's hilarious. They've cast the actress who is going to play She Hulk on Disney Plus. They have. Yeah, how I much? Saw it. How much? I immediately you know, thought of you. Both. What? Why is that? <laughs> because of your whole rent. <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to watch it. <laughs> No, I'll watch She-Hulk. It wasn't <laughs> She-Hulk. It was something else. It was uh, the Thor one. Yeah. Like when Thor becomes uh, 
Natalie Portman. Uh-huh. Natalie Portman couldn't lift a regular hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's a great actress. She's beautiful. I love her. Uh, you know, she, she'll forever be Padme or Princess Amidala, but she couldn't pick up a regular carpenter's hammer. How is she going to be That's Thor? It's not about strength. It's about being worthy right, of right. lifting the hammer. All right. Well, then, then the Chris Hemsworth Thor was like working out and getting huge for no reason. Man. <laughs> so... They've cast um, an act, uh, an actor that I'm not familiar with to play She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany, uh-huh. who's on a sci-fi series, Orphan Black. So what do you know about She-Hulk? I know nothing about it. Uh, She-Hulk is Jennifer Walters, who's Bruce Banner's cousin. Oh, it, that makes sense, because Mark Ruffalo tweeted out, Welcome to the family, cuz. Yeah. And She-Hulk, well, the reason they came up with She-Hulk was because the Hulk was on TV and Marvel was worried that if they didn't make a female version of the Hulk, the TV network would because they had the rights to do stuff like that. So they, uh-huh. they made She-Hulk. And she got her powers because she had to get a blood, an emergency blood transfusion from her cousin, okay. Bruce Banner. And I think She-Hulk's supposed to be like between seven and eight feet tall and super strong well uh the actor they cast to play tatiana maslani is five foot four but by the same token mark ruffalo isn't nine feet tall either so (laughs) um we got some new shows coming out this weekend on uh netflix and some of the other streaming uh channels so we talk about that and um like i say sports uh straight ahead we got some more football, basketball, hockey, baseball is happening. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, Joanna's going to have entertainment news coming up for us here in just a few moments. We'll uh, take a look at our entertainment news going into the weekend. We'll give you some heads up on uh, television, new stuff you can watch, streaming and otherwise. On uh, Netflix starting today, the series premiere of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, which is an animated spinoff that's been getting pretty good reviews from people who've seen it early. It's about six teenagers testing out the park's new camp attraction when containment is lost. Oh, yeah, like every single (laughs) Jurassic Park. Right. They're changing it (laughs) up a a bit. Yeah, it's people in a park and stuff goes uh, sideways. (laughs) Right? That's what always happens. You might be interested, if you're a fan of actress Sarah Paulson, Yeah, you might be interested to see her playing the role of Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's the series premiere of Ratchet on Netflix. In One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Nurse Ratchet was played by Louise Fletcher, who, I could be wrong, but I, I think she won an Academy Award for that. So uh, that is new series premiere. You can... Stream it now on Netflix. They're saying if you're having withdrawals for American Horror Story this year, just watch that. Mm-hmm. Did you? Oh, guys she a- did. She won a, a BAFTA supporting? Academy. No, actually, a, ba- a ba- Best Leading Actress. Oh, she won Best Lead Actress. Yeah, oh, uh, Golden Globe Awards, Best Actress, Academy Award for Best Actress, and BAFTA. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? I have. I've seen it. The, the guy who plays the Indian was our neighbor. Like, he owned some farmland that, that oh. abutted with our farmland. His, what? Yeah, his name was Will Sampson. And nice guy. Cool dude. 
You didn't talk to him, did you? I no, he was yeah. grown up. My dad <laughs> my dad talked to okay. to him and stuff, but <laughs> that is on Netflix today. Also on Disney Plus second season premiere of Becoming. And then on Sunday, we've got the 72nd Primetime Emmy Awards. Jimmy Kimmel is the host. And well, we'll we'll kind of run down the the shows that are nominated for for primetime Emmys coming up a little bit later. I'm not interested enough to actually watch the Emmys, mm-hmm. but I'm interested. You know, I might <laughs> I might get tipped off to a show that I should be watching. You know? There you go. I want to show you a video, guys. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. This lady's looking out. I don't know if you can make it in the video, but there's a 12 foot alligator going through her yard oh yeah is this after the storms and she's not right next to the swamp or anything it's like you know she's oh in God. a neighborhood where they don't typically see alligators especially 12 this foot alligators that, alligator. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that was cute y'all look at that alligator, alligator. Now in the hurricane, <laughs> guess. Oh, <didn't> nah. <laughs> yeah. A monster. <laughs> I don't blame you. Y'all look at this alligator. <laughs> uh, this was I said Florida. This was Alabama. This was Gulf Shores, Alabama. <gasps> right. So that was kind of mm-hmm. like more in the line of of her of Hurricane Sally. So. This week in uh, science, astronomers may have found signs of life on the planet Venus. Not like aliens with arms and legs. Uh, They found signs of phosphine gas, which is usually created by living organisms. So they're thinking microbes. Okay. Might be up there. But something's there. It could be, yeah. They uh, ran a survey in Europe and asked people, would you have technology implanted in your body if it would improve your life? Or, in other words, would you be willing to become a cyborg? A poll done in Europe found 63% of people would at least consider it. So I put the question uh, Mm -hmm. to you. Would you consider having some kind of tech implanted in your body if it would improve your life? You know what I've always wanted? What? Did you ever see that episode of Black Mirror where they have like something <laughs> implanted in their brains or their eyes? Eyes that records everything yes. and they can, like people just be zoned out and you yes. find out, oh, you're, you're they're just watching what happened earlier in the day yes. or whatever. And then you can like transfer it to a TV and be like, here's what happened. Yeah. I want that. Really? Yes. I think that didn't turn out so good for the people, as in most um, episodes of Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> but I mean, it was pretty cool at the beginning. <laughs> I would definitely consider it, and the reason I say that is because we've already got people that are, by that definition, technology inside your body, people with pacemakers. Okay, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that, that one comes to mind right away, but you got people with all kinds of technology implanted in their body, so yeah, I would, uh, I would definitely consider it. 
For sure. All right, Joanna, you ready for some entertainment news? Sure. Oh, yeah. Let's get to it. Joanna Barba keeps an eye on the world of movies, music, television, and more. It's entertainment news with Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning, and congratulations are in order for Lori Loughlin. The newly convicted felon will be allowed to serve her prison sentence in the facility of her choice. The star will they let you pick that out? They let her pick it out. What do they give you, like a top 10 and you pick They're out like, of that? Here's or? the ones that are closest to your house. And she's like, I'll take that one because it's closer. Right. She'll be housed that at sounds FCI a little privileged. Victorville. I wonder if they give that same option to, <laughs> to people who get sent to prison. Mm-hmm. FCI Victorville is the prison that is closest to her house. She has to surrender to the facility on November 19th. After she gets out, she'll be on supervised release for two years, but she won't be subject to the drug testing condition because the court has determined that she poses a low risk of future substance abuse. However, she will have to comply with the collection of DNA. Lori and her husband, Mossimo Giannulli, were convicted for taking part in the college admissions scandal. I, did you say in this story, I read that it was a medium security facility oh is it i didn't yeah. see what it was wow. medium and closest to her house so there you go for the first time ever time magazine will reveal this year's list of the world's most influential people before the print debut time 100 will be on abc and it'll feature previously announced performances from halsey jennifer hudson the weekend and the weekend meanwhile trevor noah sandra O, oh, kumal nanjiani and john legend were set to make special appearances also this will be harry and megan's first public appearance since dropping the royal titles abc will air time 100 on tuesday and the magazine will be available on newsstands on friday Sad news, Winston Groom, the author of Forrest Gump, has passed away at the age of 77. Uh, he, There is no word on the cause of death, but there are a lot of great uh, little tidbits about Forrest Gump that are coming out because of his death. Uh, for instance, he imagined Forrest as a little bit bigger and surlier. He had actually envisioned John Goodman to be playing him, not Tom Hanks. We interviewed Winston Groom mm-hmm. a few years ago. Lisa, I don't remember if you were on the show. Hmm. He had written a book called El Paso. So we had the author, Winston Groom, and he was telling us all about, you know, he he envisioned Forrest Gump altogether, but that he loved what they did with his... his I, he says they changed a lot of it, but but he liked what they did, probably because he got millions, millions of dollars. Right. But uh, no word on, on what no, the cause of death for Winston no Groom con- was. No word on his cause of death. But he was 77, and there's a lot of great tidbits out there about Forrest Gump now. For instance, in the book, he has more jobs that includes an astronaut, chess champion, and a professional wrestler called the Dunce. He also plays the monster in Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh. In addition to, like, inspiring Elvis and creating the yeah. smiley face and Look everything at, else? Wow. Uh-huh. wow. He did a lot of great things. <laughs> And finally, we didn't get to finish talking about this yesterday. But we brought it up a little bit. Kanye West has been banned from Twitter for 12 hours after posting private information after the rapper engaged in another tweet storm Wednesday night. West had been tweeting liberally all week long with fans concerned for his mental health. Twitter then confirmed the rapper's temporary removal from the platform to Newsweek. According to a Twitter spokesperson, the tweet was removed for posting private information 
The account has been temporarily locked. What was the private information? I thought it was him peeing on his own Grammy Award. Apparently the violation, uh, he tweeted out the phone number of a magazine editor. Right, and he also put up his entire contract with Universal. Mm -hmm. Like, released all the details. You're not allowed to do that? No. No. That's private information. Yeah. But it's your private information, right? Not the magazine editor's no, the, information. Yeah. So, so he, him getting twelve uh, twelve hour ban from Twitter had nothing to do with him urinating on his Grammy award. No, that was just like the lead up <laughs> to all of it. Uh, and then when he got banned, uh, his best, well, I guess it's his friend, Rick Fox tweeted out the situation informing everybody that West had been banned from Twitter. He's like, my good friend wants everyone to know that he was kicked off Twitter for twelve hours. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people in the music industry, though, are like, yes, preach, put that out there so people can see. Because a lot of it detailed, um, like, information on, like, merchandise, for instance. Like, if you go to a Kanye concert, it's ridiculous how expensive a T-shirt is or a hat or something like that. But it, it, it basically told everyone, okay, well, this is how much of that sale actually goes to Kanye compared to how much is going to the record label. And it kind of blasted them. So a lot of his fans were like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea that, you know, when we sell our album, let's say hypothetically on tour for, um, you know, twelve dollars, nine dollars of that is going to the label. It's not even going to the artist. It doesn't go to him. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty standard, though. It is. Probably. but, But the thing is, you have to think we know about that because one. We have we deal with people in the industry and we talk to them, so we're more. But the average Amer- like the average person, doesn't know that, so they don't understand that. Also, right. I think I think Kanye's doing all right financially. So oh, I mean, yes. I could see other bands. <laughs> I could see other bands who aren't, you know. But that's why other bands jumped. Uh, other jam- bands and musicians jumped on this tweet and were like, "See, like, look what we deal with. Like, look with how much money doesn't even go to us." And I've seen, I believe it was uh, from Norma Jean, the drummer, he went on on Facebook and kind of went off about it too, saying like, yeah, when I got signed to a major label, we were contractually obligated to buy our albums for resale on tour. We had to buy them for $9 and then we had to sell it to the fans for 10 to $11. So we would only get $1 to $2 back. And that's not even without the venue getting their cut and potentially the uh, headliner getting a cut. And that so he was kind of breaking it down from there, too, and showing people, like, this is how we get screwed. Well, uh, Kanye uh, putting his Grammy inside a, a, a toilet and urinating on it. New and not getting kicked off of Twitter. Yeah. Not the reason why. Well, with Entertainment News, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Willie Barsena is dropping by later today for a Friday visit. Is he, though? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, he never doesn't show up. I mean, if anything, he doesn't leave. <laughs> He's got, like, a whole crew trying to wake him up. Yeah. Right. I'm texting our friend Mark. I'm like, yo, what's up? He's, like, trying to wake up Willie. Trying to find no, him. Will he be late? be in later. <laughs> the Emmys are coming up, and I, I don't know that I've ever, like, started watching a show. Oh, I did. You know, like... Uh, Fleabag. I started watching that just because it won so many uh, Emmys. Oh my god! I tried to watch that. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. Right? <laughs> I, I didn't oh get it. Oh my god! I couldn't either. That first episode, I fell asleep. Right. And then, what? Uh, Fleabag. Fleabag. Oh. I watched it because it won so many Emmys. So I'm so you just. Thought gonna, it's got to be good. Yeah. Right. The Emmys are going to air Sunday, and Time Magazine put a rundown of the expected winners. 
and if if it's different, who they think should win. So for best drama, Time says uh, they predict Succession on HBO will win. And they also say Succession should win, but if not that, better call Saul over on AMC. Best comedy, Time Magazine says it rhymes with Snitz Creek <laughs> on Pop TV should be the winner. Love it. No, they said that will win. Excuse that me. That will win. They okay. say The Good Place on NBC should win. Okay. I love The Good Place. I'm going to have to start watching that. Yeah, good Everybody's place. saying it's so good. Yeah, it, it is. And it wrapped up. So this season, I think, awesome. was just that one two-hour, hour-and-a-half-long uh, finale. I like when they're already wrapped yep. up, so I can just binge it <laughs> just go, Just go watch them all. Yeah, yeah. Best limited series, Who Will Win Watchmen on HBO. Oh, is it over already? Uh, the the first season, I, I there's been some question about whether they're going to do another season, but oh. they definitely left a lot of balls in the air there. I'll say that. <laughs> you better find your balls. Uh, as far as who should win for best limited series, they say Watchmen should win or Miss America, Mrs. America Mrs. on America. FX. Uh, jumping ahead a little bit, best actor in a drama series, Brian Cox for Succession. They say should win best actress in a drama, Jennifer Aniston for The Morning Show on Apple TV+. Plus. Mm, best actor in a limited series or TV movie. They say the winner will probably be Hugh Jackman for Bad Education on HBO. But they say Mark Ruffalo should win for I Know This Much Is True on HBO. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we'll find out Friday night with the uh, Primetime Emmy Awards. Let's go ahead and get to our Moan Show calendar and daily almanac of events. Take a look at uh, what is happening. First of all, today is National Cheeseburger Day. So let's uh, get started with that. So happy National Cheeseburger Day. Delicious. It yeah. is also Air Force uh, Air Force Birthday Day is observed today. National POW MIA Recognition Day is observed this date, and at sundown, the Jewish observance of Rosh Hashanah uh, begins at sundown tonight. Birthdays, and there are a lot of celebrities having birthdays, so I'll try and get through these pretty quick. Actor and formerly of Saturday Night Live. Jason Sudeikis is 45 today. He's married to Olivia Wilde. Actor James Marsden, who played Cyclops in the original X-Men movie, he's having a birthday today. He's 47. That dude never gets the girl. Never. He didn't get the girl in Westworld. He was in that, and it was just like, Dang God, you guys, are, you guys are just intentionally punishing James Marsden for some reason now. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith is uh, 49 years old today, married to Will Smith, but sure. has entanglements. Was that what it was? She had an entanglement. She had an entanglement with, uh, <laughs> I forgot the guy's name already. August. So happy 49th to Jada Pinkett Smith, also turning 49 today. Lance Armstrong, uh, who, who beat cancer but did not beat the doping investigations that eventually <laughs> brought him down. Actress Aisha Tyler is 50 today. She's the voice of Lana Kane on Archer. And the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Dr. Ben Carson, is 69 today. World-famous neurosurgeon, 
So a really smart guy, but you really wouldn't know it from watching him speak. <laughs> <laughs> Guitarist and keyboardist and uh, founding member of the band Kansas, Carrie Livgren is having a birthday today. Carrie Livgren of Kansas is 71. And actor Robert Blake, who was one of the Little Rascals, grew up to be an adult, one of the few Little Rascals that w- grew up to you know have a career. He was Beretta on TV and uh, more than likely killed his wife. So (laughs) you don't remember that, Robert Blake? Was he the one with the crazy hair or was that Phil Spector? That's Phil Spector with the crazy hair. Robert Blake, was that the one at the Italian restaurant? Yep. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. So uh, Robert Blake did not go to prison for that. He's 87 years old today. 169 years ago in 1851, the first issue of the New York Times went on sale. It was two cents for a copy, and the slogan was, and still is to this day, all the news that's fit to print. Fifty years ago, uh, somebody joined the 27 Club. Jimi Hendrix was found dead in his London apartment on this date, 1970. So it was 50 years ago. He was found uh, dead at the age of 27. Jimi Hendrix uh, had been doing drugs and did the... uh, you know, the classic rock and roll death of choking on his own vomit. So Aww. don't uh, take drugs, guys. That happened uh, 50 years ago. Also, this week is National Truck Driver Appreciation Week. So for all of America's truck drivers who keep America moving and keep our stores shock, uh, stocked and um, move important. Yeah. Cargo all over the country. We should appreciate them even more. And, this and year. I don't even think they have to have a reality show because they're driving on an ice covered road. I think just like regular truckers, also uh, should not be overshadowed by the by the truckers that they got on the reality shows driving really dangerous routes. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Willie Barcena is here. You can see Willie along with Rafael Molina and Byron Kennedy at the El Paso Comic Strip this week. Two shows tonight and two shows tomorrow. Also a Sunday show at the Comic Strip. And get your tickets in advance. Go to laughtonight.com. Yeah, because they're doing that social distancing, so there's not as many seats as they usually have. Right, some of the tables are probably going to have like tape over them or whatever. So, yeah, if you want to make sure you get a ticket, maybe maybe look into getting them early. Right. But let me tell you, bro, you were, you, you just, you, uh, that like Karen from El Paso. She, she called, she, the whole point of calling in is to say that she's not a Karen. She so. rocks. She <laughs> rocks. And you know what? Anybody who got offended, um, you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know, you're a fat ass. Because, listen, I need that. I need someone to tell me I'm a fat ass. Because I right now, listen, I I, I put on some poundage uh, during this so uh, you pandemic. Mean you would like somebody to be giving you a little dose of this every day. That's you, what you are need. You, are you not fat? Is she lying? You know what I, I don't like? Know. You, no. you don't see the you know lady. Why, you know why she's a good person? She did not call that person ugly. Because you can't she do just you, used you, the word. You, she just said ugly. N- no. No, she did. No, she never said ugly. No, she said ugly. She said uh, no. Roll she said the fat. Tape. She said fat. Ooh. <laughs> I think we no. found it there, Willie. Okay, okay. She didn't mean like. Uh-huh. She didn't mean the person's face. She uh-huh. meant the fat is ugly. Oh, okay. 
That's what she meant. Right. I, 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 you know, I come think on. you kind of got a little thing for for El Paso Karen. I do, K- bro. Uh, you know Christy. what? You know what? Listen, Christy, if you're out there, I'm with you, girl. You know, um, she was just trying to motivate this person. A lot of people are saying mm-hmm. on the video when when she goes to cross the street, it's just like in Mean Girls, right before yes. Regina George gets hit by the hit by the truck or the bus or whatever that hits her. It is. She's even wearing pink, so this must have been a Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I like about her uh, that if you date her, you don't have you you don't need a lot of money because she kept saying, "I'm below." The poverty line, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. And she was saying she was, she was not, she was, she wasn't privileged. That I think was her point. Is that so. what it was? Okay, I just thought she was. So we poor. had we had a lot of people uh, yesterday who were saying, "Hey, you know, if Buzz can do some free like psychoanalysis or stuff, I, I'd like to call in." And I'm all for that. Like, if anybody wants to call in and uh, you know just get stuff off your chest, I'm all for that. I'm a good, I'm a good uh, ear to listen to. I think you should have her like a segment once a week, the Christie segment, and you just yeah. call her up and just have her like just rant on stuff she hates. Well, we got the theme song ready to go. <laughs> so we got that ready to go. Did I tell you about that song? Like I figured out where that song was from. Uh, you did because that yeah, was on the that was on the video. It. I said, how do they sound so much like the Beach Boys? It was the Beach Boys. It was a, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a short-lived show, right? You said something Oh, like did that. I already say that on the Yeah, you said, oh, said it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, That's, bro. That's okay. We, Willie, you shouldn't. Come on, this is 2020. You don't body shame people, even if you have a disagreement with them. No, you know what? In this day and age, you need to body Wait, shame. Wait, don't play, don't play anything that's got foul language on it. Yeah, Willie. Dude, what are you, Willie, stop whatever you're doing. Willie? Stop. Yeah, I'm What sorry, are you bro. doing? <laughs> you're showing me like somebody uh, text a friend of mine, like, I should invite her to the show. She <laughs> should be at the show, mm-hmm. you know. You know, listen, man. Would I you, like. Would I, you give her five minutes? She like, am, she take am, Ro- take she, Rafi's time away and let, let Karen do five? I, I I would. She could easily do a five, right? She could mm-hmm. do a five. You know what it reminds me of when when back in the day when um Fluffy used to open up for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then he would destroy that fat ass. He would, <laughs> he would kill before me and he'd get a standing ovation. So I always had to put my head together like, okay, man, how am I gonna follow this? Yeah. And then so you know how how I would follow that. I would I would grab the microphone after Fluffy would destroy and I go, yeah, way to go, people. Huh? You just clapped. You made that guy happy. He's gonna go over there and eat. <laughs> I go. You know he's gonna he's gonna die of diabetes, people. All right. If you don't stop that, and then the audience would, you know, I'll turn like, on you. No, then oh. they, they would be on my side. They would get on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, so no, you know what it is? It's tough love. It's tough love, man. That's all it is. You know what I mean? She's saying, hey, um, come on. We all taking pictures, man. You know, we all seen that double chin when we take that picture the wrong way. Yeah, but the thing is with fat people, most of them know. Like, it, you're not breaking news for them when you say, hey, you're fat or out of shape. Or I know, a man. But this, <clears throat> what, you know what I hate about it? You can't tell anybody um, they're fat anymore, man. You can't, you know? And, and it's sad. Why would you, why would you, but why would you need to? 
Like, in what case would you need to tell somebody they're fat? Like, because, you would only tell them b- when there was still something that could be done about it. I think once somebody gets fat, it's no, like almost impossible. They, they to can, take it they off. can, you know, hey, come on, bro. It's not like, you know, somebody's missing a leg and you go, hey, one peg leg, you know, you, you're never gonna, you're never gonna get another leg. That's it. That's that's mean. But they can if you just, somebody with one leg, you just go. That's mean. You're saying that a fat person could just hit the gym, hit the diet, gym. and it would just melt right yeah. off. Yeah, that isn't true. That's not true. That, oh, there's no way. Oh that's my true. god, such weak America right now. Oh my god. That, you know what? That's why we have so many fat kids in school today. Because <laughs> nobody just says, "Hey, listen, you little fat bastards." We're gonna have, you know what? For like, I think for another year, you know, you don't even, you don't even have PE anymore. Remember PE? Remember like PE when we were kids? You remember you used to have to shower? I picked up my daughter one time during lunch, and it was PE, and I went outside uh, to get. So I went to her school and got a pass to go get her and stuff. And she was outside. They did have PE. No, but, but we, all the kids were sitting around on their phone. <laughs> yeah. That was what they were doing. We, for PE. we used to have to shower, man, like literally shower. And then oh, you could, PE. I was talking about recess. Oh, I no, meant recess. No, no PE. Like uh, we used to have to shower. Remember showering in junior uh, high? Where you had the to, worst because and, people and, would and people would see mess like with if, you and, if, if you have like, if you had a little little unit, like people would know. Like, hey. didn't you always have like a kid who would shower with his underwear remember, on, remember and then he wears soggy then, underwear the rest yeah, of remember, the day under his clothes? Yeah, and then people and then people would get. Some Back with the wet towel, remember that? Do that? Those days are gone, man. Everybody's just fat now, man. And then, like a nightmare, if you're in eighth grade, somebody will swipe your clothes, and then you'll just be naked, and you won't won't know what to do because they thought it was funny to take your clothes out of the shower room. That you see, you know, you know what makes everybody fat, man? Tortillas. <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's an extra meal, man. And and and, and Mexican Americans. And Mexicans, it's we just gotta, bread. Right? We gotta come. I mean, how's it worse than bread? No, it's a me- it's an extra meal. Literally, a tortilla is an extra meal. It's like we literally have two meals. What are you gonna wrap your burrito stuff? You in don't have to wrap it. You just put it on the plate. You eat it. Just eat the middle of the burrito with no tortilla. No, you don't need a burrito. You put the food on a plate. You eat like a human being. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're talking like you're in CrossFit shape. What's your BMI, Willie? I mean, you're really, you're really coming off like you're, you're like you're shredded. There's a lot of self hate here, bro. There's a lot of self- we got to take a break. There's a lot of self loathing over here. Bro. I want to. I want to. You know, you know when you know when I pleasure myself, I have to turn off the lights, bro. All right, I don't even want to see or me. You can't get turned off. I, yeah, I yeah. can't even see me, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, look at you! You don't deserve me. <laughs> we got to take a break, and when we come back, I want to I want to talk to you about uh, fellow comic Jimmy Walker. You know Jimmy? Oh, uh, bro, we have we we have the same agent. You and Jimmy have the same agent right now. Yeah. Uh, he he's telling an amazing story that is just like the most 1970s thing I've ever heard. So we got that uh, coming up. You know, you know, he charges like if he's on stage. If people want him to say dynamite. That's no, it. he wouldn't do it. Oh, but he charges twenty bucks or something like that for him. Well, like, that's smart if he started doing that because for you know, it, 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 I knew he was full of baloney because he would always say, "I'm not going to do it." Somebody would have to pay me a lot. Well, I guess he's not full of baloney. So he was at a Super Bowl commercial and he did dynamite. Yeah, yeah, but they probably paid him like a hundred grand to right. do it. Uh, All right, we'll take a break. He's room. fat. He's fat now. Well, compared, I mean, he used to be a pencil. Yeah, he used to be adorable. Now he's like, it, it, when you, you see, you go from, like, he used to be funny. Now, fat fat people are not funny, bro. Fat people are not funny? Mm, well, fluffy is. But fluffy? That's, that's one. 
One of the Laurel and Hardy guys, dead. Hilarious though. John John Panette, rough, dead. Ralphie May, dead. Uh, dead. But they're so Louis funny. Ander- Louis Anderson, almost dead. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show with Willie Barsena, and more is coming up right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Willie Barsena is here. Also, Byron Kennedy. Sub Byron. Socorro's. <laughs> Why is he all quiet, bro? Can you get Byron to say something? Hey, man? Byron, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. It's good to you? see you. He's hung over, bro. Yeah. Got the, and a guy coming from radio, I go, bro, how come you're not talking? He goes, man, I drank too much tequila last night. Is that right, Byron? I did drink too much tequila, but, <laughs> but that's not the reason well, you're I'm not, not talking. I'm not just going to talk for the sake of talking. You guys were having a conversation. Well, you can jump in once to... in a while, bro. It is radio. It's called talk. It's called radio talk. <laughs> All right? Oh, it's not called radio. Check it out. <laughs> hey, bro, I got to tell you. Look at Ralph's shirt, bro. I was giving him crap about this. A, is that a polo? No, it looked like a, it's like a, 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 a polo's retarded cousin. You can't use the R word anymore. Okay, no. special needs cousin. Look, look, it looks like a pregnant horse. Doesn't the horse look pregnant, bro? Look at a fat horse. Is that a polo? Ro- no, it's Rolo. I think so. Rolo. <laughs> when I was a kid, we... It's a stolo. Big guess. When I was a kid, I, polo shirts were real popular, but my mom would never spend the money to get the real thing, so we got so Knights. You got, oh, you got that. No, we got Knights of the Round Table. It looked like the polo guy from a distance, <laughs> but it was like a knight on a horseback. And but, then there was one with, uh, what was the one with the alligator? These were super, like, back in the preppy yeah, like, era. Lacrosse, right? I know. Izod. Yeah, that's Lacrosse. Well... Whatever it was, my mom would never <laughs> buy the actual thing. She'd buy like the knockoff version. So I, I wore Le Tigre. <laughs> you remember Mark? It was like if you didn't get closer than like ten or fifteen feet, you might think it was an alligator, yeah. but it was actually tiger. Man, you guys are poor. Dude, one time my parents bought, bought me nines. Nines? <laughs> they were Nikes. They were nines. Oh, really? No way. <laughs> All right, here's the story. Oh, tell me about your burrito yesterday. The last we okay. heard, you were oh. going to go to Chrysostomo's. We're going to Chrysostomo's. Okay. You're going to get burritos. Okay. You got to. Okay. So this is. You got to understand, bro. You know, uh, comedians, man. We 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 are always very self conscious of things. So mm-hmm. when I was leaving, like your weight. Well, okay, okay, yeah. I know I'm fat, bro. <laughs> But I, I don't focus on that. All right. Okay. Just other people. Other people. Yeah. <laughs> if I pick on other people, then I feel good about myself. Yeah. So we're gonna go um, uh, grab burrito after this, and then. But the whole way, I'm kind of sad because you kicked me out early. I did right? not. Okay, but I felt like you kicked me out early, mm-hmm. and then I kept telling Byron, like, Byron, why did he kick me out, bro? And then Byron's like, I don't know, man. I think you, I think it was when you brought up like how much I paid you, and and then he said, uh, maybe because you called him nerd. Wait, wait, he. Byron thought it was because you brought up how much you got paid. Yeah, because he says you don't bring up stuff like that. He goes, he goes, I that's just. That was, he goes, you don't bring up money, oh, man. He thought I, you, you made me feel bad because I don't make as much as no, you. Were no, no, he you said, were like really half-heartedly doing it. I was just talking trash. But any, <laughs> anyways, Byron, I wasn't telling, upset about that. Byron, I wasn't upset about anything. But Byron, but, but Byron and Rafa are, are literally saying like twenty things that could have pissed you off. <laughs> and the whole time I'm the sat- funny thing is I bet you they named twenty things they didn't even get the right one. No, okay. Right. So 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 now <laughs> I was going to Cristosimo to get a burrito and, I, and honestly I lost my we parked. We actually went there and parked and then and then uh Byron looked at me like, You want a burrito? I said, No, 
I'm not even hungry no more, bro. <laughs> Cause you, right? Because you, you said thought I was mad at you. Yeah, because you said you were gonna have a guest, and we never heard a guest. I did. No, no, no I had listen. A right me, after you left, let me finish the story. Well, it's not true, bro. Let me finish the <laughs> story. We had El Paso let Karen. Me fin- we weren't even expecting. Let that. me finish the story. So then Byron gets on the freeway, right, and we're headed back to the hotel, and we hear your guest, but now we're like five minutes away, and I was like, oh man. I'm hungry now, <laughs> but we're too far. I think you read too much into stuff, I, Willie. I, I I do, bro. I you know. Buzz, why didn't you make it clear that you weren't kicking him out? Yeah, I got sad. I did get sad, got, uh, girls. I mean, I wouldn't I, say I, kicking I, I, out, but I was definitely showing him the sad? door. I did. You know what? Oh, no. You know what? Deep in my heart, I'm a chick because mm-hmm. I was I was raised by uh, a woman and three okay. si- and two sisters. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like one of the girls. So I'm literally like, mm-hmm. a, I, I, get, I did get a hard time from one of the bosses about, which and one? I always do, with boss. Yeah. What did I say? Uh, which one? Going off on the football team. What did I, what did I say? That oh. they're terrible and they've always sucked oh. and they always will suck. None of that's false, but come on, man. Oh. <laughs> About the motivation. I thought that was hilarious, bro. You <laughs> tap's motivational speaker. Hey, guys. Just try. <laughs> so I, I got a couple okay. things I want to run by you, okay? Yeah, let's move it on. Jimmy Walker was, in, in the 70s, he was the biggest Dynamite! comedy. You would think Steve Martin might have been the biggest comedy mm-hmm. star, but no. Jim, Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker was the man. Uh, so he has told a story that just is has 70s all over. Like, it, this couldn't be more 70s if it had a disco ball and platform shoes on it. So right. uh, this is according to Jimmy Walker says that Freddie Prince was so jealous of John Travolta. What? That Freddie Prince tried to kill him with a crossbow. <laughs> no way. Freddie Prince Sr. we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have been here earlier when Joanna found out that Freddie Prince Sr. was Freddie Prince Jr.'s dad. She freaked. Out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I met that kid. I met, I met well, he's not a kid anymore, but I met him when he was back in the day. Who? A few times. Junior. Junior. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Jimmy Walker played JJ on Good Times, and there's an upcoming good show. Good Times! There's an upcoming, oh, we love Good Times. Oh, I love that song, shows. man. Come on. In Remember? the upcoming Showtime show. The Shut co- up, booger. The Comedy Store. Yeah. I guess that's Mitzi's place, right? Yeah. I, I see actually best friends with uh, Letter, Letterman, man. I think it was, it was, Jimmy, it, Jimmy it, was good friends with Letterman. He was his, I think he was his best man at, at his wedding. Him and uh, John uh, from... The uh, Friday movies. Uh, I kick a dog's ass. It's my Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. Thank oh. you. Um, he says that Freddie called him one day and said, "We got to kill John Travolta. <laughs> I'm going to kill this guy." That's a lot of coke right there, bro. <laughs> That's a lot. I'm of- sure there was a lot of coke going on back then. <laughs> oh. Uh, so Jimmy couldn't talk him out of it, so he went along with him to where Travolta lived, trying to thinking he would prevent it at the last minute. <laughs> uh, so they drove to Travolta's apartment. Wait a Luckily, minute. he wait, wasn't wait, home. Wait a minute! Didn't didn't Prince die in seventy two? And wasn't Travolta famous in seventy seven? So this doesn't make Freddie sense. Freddie died bro. in seventy seven. He did. Yeah, I thought it was seventy two. It was seventy seven. He committed suicide. Seventy six. Sure. Was it because oh Freddie God. Prince was, uh, or John Travolta was more of a heartthrob? Is that why he committed well, suicide? Well, that was why he wanted to kill him with a crossbow for sure. Okay. Uh, so Freddie Prince Sr., according to Jimmy, shot three arrows into Travolta's door, <laughs> I guess to send a message. 
Jimmy says, I'm sure to this day Travolta's thinking, I wonder who shot those arrows into my door. <laughs> Travolta hasn't commented. Oh, wow. And it says Freddie committed suicide in uh, 1977 when he was 22 years old. Yeah. He, he was a rock star, man. You know, come on. And a heartthrob, too. And yeah. that's what he was upset about is that John Travolta was the new young Thing. teen heartthrob or whatever. Does that surprise you at all? Or do you think things were just, just crazy think, I, I, and so I just, coked out yeah, of their mind yeah, in L.A. Yeah, back there, in the 70s? Was, yeah. I mean, I was a kid back then. I was, I was just a little kid. But, but you know, you, you know now that we're older, we know there was just a lot of coke. <laughs> <laughs> they have a thing. I, I used to sniff glue, you know. We did. I mean, did that at when I was, you know, did you ever they, sniff glue? They, not until they showed us the film in school you're... saying not to sniff glue. Because about... whoever thought of that, it's like I don't even do model airplanes. And then they showed us a film. It's like this is how some kids get high yeah. by sniffing glue. <laughs> I was like, or paint. Well, you learn something every day at school, I guess, don't you? Yeah. Or paint. Yeah. Or the other high, we, we were so broke, we would do this thing where we would like breathe really heavy, and then somebody pushes your chest against the wall. Did you ever do that one? We did a thing where you would... No? You would anybody do that? No, I'll tell you what no? we did. And you'd pass out? Yeah, you pass out. Yeah. It's yeah. the same... I think it's yeah. the same thing that those people who like hang themselves having sex. Oh. I think it's the, kind of the same principle, but there was this thing you would... Yeah. You'd partially hyperventilate, and then yeah. your friend would put you in a headlock, and the next thing you know, you were waking yeah. up and everybody's laughing at you, and it felt, feels like you'd been out for eight hours. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were stupid as could be. Yeah, we were. Back in those days. What the hell's wrong with that? We needed toys. Let me... <laughs> Not everybody could afford an evil Knievel doll. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Uh, so they did a survey. They asked people, when do you get burned Byron, out? Hold on, Byron, shut up. Oh, sorry, bro. Go ahead. When do you get burned out? <laughs> on life. When like I, when you, uh, you know, your long hours and you're kind of in your job and maybe you've got a family going. I'm At what out. age do people get burned out in their career? You know, you I'm burned. I've never had like a real job, but. Did you get burned out in comedy? No. I, Ever? No, no, I'm burned out. My family burned out on me. Oh, they, they burned out on you. Yeah. Yeah. During this coronavirus, they left, bro. Yeah? Yeah. Where'd they go? To their mom's house. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, my mom, Freudian slip. Um, Your my, wife. My wife. Went, <laughs> <laughs> my wife went to her, to her mom's house. She left and took, they're not even kids. She took. The, right, aren't they like 20? They yeah, could come see if they yeah, wanted to. Took right? the adults with her. <laughs> At first I was sad like for an hour and I said, wait a minute, got the whole house to myself now. Joanna, what age do you think people burn out? Can we say 31? I'm feeling Because you're 31? Yeah. You're a little burned? Like, describe what you mean. What's your burnout? I'm tired you. all yeah. the time. I need a nap constantly. You, you think you'd feel better if you took like six months off? Yeah. Yeah, you're off then. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Byron, you have an opinion when you think Bi people... Yeah, Byron, like you work Byron, regular. Do you Byron, do you have an opinion on anything? You know, uh, on the radio, Willie, really, one person talks at a time. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I could just keep talking while everybody's talking. Just, you know, just... Uh, Make you happy, but okay. Now answer the no, question. I'm talking. Is it all right? Answer the question. Now? Answer the question. All right. What was the question? See, what? When do you think <laughs> people get burned out? You know, with their life and their jobs. Do you think it's as young as thirty? One. What did you say? Thirty-one. I think it depends on what you're doing. 
the more the more monotonous the job is, you're going to get burned out quicker. Yeah, and I think it also can happen in waves. If you're passionate about your work, you probably won't get burned. You might get burned out even if you are passionate about your work. I was very passionate about uh, radio for about 20 years, and then I just got burnt. And I was like, there was nothing left. There was just no... So we're going to say around 40? Yeah. Something like that? And then I said, I'm going to go do something else. And then I was all passionate about something else. And I was all excited for about two years. And I got burnt out again. Here you go. According to the survey, the most co- the average answer, the most common answer, people say they're likely to be burned out on work when they're 32. So, Joanna, oh, you're me. Wow. <laughs> me. 32. And I'm they, burnt out. Way to go. Way to go, girl. I'm that way. They included the things that make you feel burned out. Long work hours. Wow. Having too much on your plate. Not taking enough vacation time. Lisa. Feeling pressure to go above and beyond your your job description. So those are all uh, things that make people feel burned out. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, uh, Lisa, since Brandon, yes. Brandon's out today, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's a scheduled vacation, but this was a pretty. This would have been a pretty big day in sports, so do you want to let us know what's happening? It is? Okay, uh, sure. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, after a long wait, the French Open at Roland Garros will finally be played later this month. When it does, Naomi Osaka will not be playing. The first round of the tournament is stayed slated. What? No, wait a minute. This is big. Osaka is not playing? Yes. Do you know what sport this is? Tennis. Oh, okay. No, it's because you said it. I don't know who Osaka is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, she just does, won. does anybody know? What did she yeah. just win? The U.S. Open or the, was it the Wimbledon or what the hell just happened? She Yeah, she had just won. Or the Australian or something. Uh, she The tournament was slated to start September 27th, 15 days after her U.S. Open final victory. Uh, she wrote on Twitter that she's dealing with a sore hamstring and won't be able to physically prepare for the adjustment uh, to the clay courts with such a short turnaround. She said she won't be at the French Open this year, and because of that, uh, these two tournaments, just they just came too close to each other for her this time. French Open was rescheduled for September from its typical spring slate because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Sokka is the latest high-profile player to pull out of the Grand Slam tournament. You know what I like about tennis? What? That you don't have to be in shape to be a good athlete. That's not even remotely true. I was going to say, tennis is actually like... Wait a minute. Have you what? seen the, the Williams about sisters? Pong? Have you seen the Williams sisters? They're Th- those, huge. They're all muscle. Dude, that's all yeah. muscle. That is not muscle. That is muscle. No. Th- look, they are uh, chubby chicks. And no, they, that they, is they, all... They, you could not be more wrong no. about that. You know those what? girls are thicky thick. I'll wrestle those Byron chicks. Byron Kennedy, mm. they, you would not wrestle I'll those wrestle chicks. I'll wrestle those chicks. No, they will annihilate you. I would take both of them on. That's just for pleasure. That's not because the freaking seeds They would crush your skull with their thighs like a peanut shell. Yeah, straight up. That sounds cool. There's a sport I could get into. But the Yankees continue hitting homers like crazy after hitting at least six homers in back-to-back games for the first time in the team's history, including three from the backup catcher Kyle Higashioka. On Wednesday night, it turned out the Bronx Bombers were just getting warmed up. They hit another half-dozen dingers on Thursday, becoming the first team in Major League history to hit home runs six or more times in three consecutive games as they pounded and won the Blue Jays. They pounded them. Yeah. I love 
listening because I know Lisa has no idea, but she wrote all this. So she that she, was good. Like, Dingers somehow. Right. I don't know where she got all this <laughs> slang such, from. Such, I had in such, case you're wondering, I did have to Google if Homer's means home run. So yes, such as what's a dinger? Um, yeah, what's a dinger? Stop it. We the, <laughs> middle of news. What's a what? No, it's not a sports. sports. What's a grand slam? Oh, we're in, no, but this is like sports news. No, yeah, this, so this it's is fun. Like, what's a grand slam, Lisa? Where they hit it and then it goes out of the place and then they can walk around out without having place. to worry, worry about them bringing it back and tagging them. No, nope. uh, I was going to say <laughs> that's that a home one run from Denny's. Oh, uh, Grand Slam? <laughs> is that where they get like, like the pancakes? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you get the pancakes, the choice of the sausage choice of, uh, uh, or bacon. bacon. It's just silly. And then you get the hash browns with the two eggs any way you want a, a it. Grand Slam is when there are runners on all the bases and the batter hits a home run. So he scores four runs. That's Grand Slam. Oh, we got halfway there. What's hitting for the cycle? Ooh. That wasn't a part of it. It's when the. <laughs> what yeah. do you think it is? So Hitting you, for a cycle, you, it's when they're you, on their menstruation. And <laughs> when the egg is about to drop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And you hit it. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Due to air quality issues in Washington State caused by the wildfires, Major League Baseball has relocated the weekend's three-game series between the Seattle Mariners and the San Diego Padres to San Diego's Petco Park, which is stupid because they have wildfires, but whatever. All right, to retain the fairness of Seattle having the final at-bats in all three games, Mariners will serve as the home team throughout the series. Earlier in the week, Mariners had a two-game tilt with the San Francisco Giants moved from Seattle to San Francisco because of the risks associated with the air quality once again. Additionally, Tuesday's game between the clubs was postponed. The series was also pushed back a day. San Diego remained off yesterday as planned. All right. Basketball, the Miami Heat defeated the Boston Celtics 106-101 in Thursday's Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals at Walt Disney World Resort. They now lead the series 2-0. Uh, Goran Dragic and Bam Abadabayo, I this guess. Is just great. Uh-huh. <laughs> led the way with impressive performances for a Heat team that is 10-1 in the playoffs and two wins away from its first NBA Finals appearance since all the way back in 2014. As for Boston, they had solid showings from their players as well. Now need to win four of the next five games to reach the NBA Finals for the first time since 2010 after blowing a 13-point halftime advantage. Game three will be happening this Saturday. Hockey is a thing. Uh, The Tampa Bay Lightning are heading back to the Stanley Cup final. For the first time since 2015, one of the NHL's premier teams will have an opportunity to play for a championship after finishing off the New York Islanders 2-1 in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Final on Thursday night. Real quick, what's the Dallas team called? The Stars. Yeah, very good. Yes. Way to go. Uh Uh-huh. Tampa will face the Dallas Stars inside the league's Edmonton-Alberta bubble for the Stanley Cup. And finally, the Cleveland Browns got the win after beating the Bengals 35-30. to uh, This was Thursday night in Cincinnati. Quarterback Baker Mayfield threw a pair of touchdowns to Kareem Hunt and Odell Beckham Jr., who snatched a 43-yarder to give Cleveland an early 13-3 edge. All right, we got that call here. All right. I think it was beautiful. Okay, the 1-1 one one Browns earned their first victory after losing to the Ravens 38-6 to last Sunday. So the 0-2 Bengals have started 2020 winless after losing 16-13 to to the Los Angeles Chargers on the same day. It was sports. I'm Lisa Sanchez. All right, pretty good, Lisa. Yay. Thank you. I thought I'd run this by you, Willie, because I know you, uh, you know, you eat on the road a lot, right? You 
go to all kinds of restaurants. Are you I, very I eat ad- on the road are when you, I'm home, bro. Are you a very adventurous eater? Do you like to try no, new I'm stuff? Not. Okay. No, no, but this will be fun then. What? This is another survey. Uh, they ask people what's like uh, like an everyday food that you can find at you know a restaurant or grocery store mm-hmm. uh, that is you consider adventurous. You know what's adventurous, bro? A hot dog. You ever have a hot dog and then you and then you like you can taste like a little chip of a bone? You ever done that? <laughs> you ever had that? Uh, definitely. Okay. <laughs> Rafa, Byron. I think there are a lot of fillers. Huh? They use a lot of fillers in in hot dogs. Yeah. Well, actually, it, it, actually, you know, the, the 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 meat is actually like crap color, but they dye it a red so it could look like meat. I'm gonna throw you some foods. You tell me if you consider these <laughs> adventurous foods. You didn't know that, huh? This was a survey in the UK, and you know what the rap is on uh, uh, the UK food? A rap? No, what it what they say about oh. it. Byron, tell them what they say. What do they say about food in England? You eat everything with ketchup. I, I, it's real bland. Oh, I didn't like they know don't that. have a lot of that. flavor. I was like, what? <laughs> All right, so you racist son of a. Just because he's the white guy, you figured he's been to London. <laughs> That's some racist <laughs> crap, there, bro. There's a, there's there's a beaner on this side, and you don't say nothing to him. Been to London twice, Buzz. What's up? Yeah, yeah, twice. <laughs> uh, in England, they say avocado is a pretty adventurous food. Oh, followed That's by weird. eggplant. Oh, tofu. Yeah, that's weird. Give tofu. me your opinion of tofu. <laughs> to- I, I, I've had tofu. I think by accident. The only if it weren't in miso soup, I don't think no, I'd ever. No, isn't tofu. tofu? I just found out. I think Byron just told me that I've been eating tofu without knowing. He said that the the tacos from Jack in the Box are tofu. They're not real meat. It's tofu. No. No. Yeah, yeah. you tell me that, bro. The tacos at Jack in the Box. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that meat. Yeah. That paste. That's not meat. Yes, that someone yeah. has told me that too. Get yeah. out of here. That is, that's got to be an urban legend. Yep, I'm does, it, it. does it? Does it seem like meat? It no, seem like it seems meat. like paste. It's like, uh, so does tofu. My God! No wonder they can sell two of them for a dollar. Yeah. Hey, I'll eat thirty of those things. Aren't they delicious? Man? I love them. Those tacos, they wouldn't have a chance right now. Come on, man. Lisa, you, will you search I'm and, looking, I'm and looking, find I'm out looking, if, I'm looking. It, if and, and then? Oh my God! With the with the with the um taco sauce, it's oh, delicious. So, so yes, I've had I've had tofu. I want Jack in the Box tacos right now. Yeah. Oh, they're great in the morning. <laughs> oh, like, they're not. I don't think they're supposed to be a breakfast item, but they serve them twenty four hours mm. a day, and they make a great breakfast item. Find out if no, that's true. No, it says true. here that it is made with beef and chicken, but also and contains textured vegetable protein, <laughs> which <cool>. is tofu. <laughs> yeah, so it incl- so it's both. It has beef and chicken and. Yeah, I think, I think the beef and chicken though is just more of flavorings, though, right? I maybe um, filling ingredients and according to the the box of tacos from Jack in the Box. Someone took a picture of. Uh, it says filling ingredients are beef, water, dark ground dark chicken, textured vegetable protein. Those are the three ingredients. So, Yummy. but I'm beef sh- is number one. I'm sure it's a really nice cut of beef that they use. Exactly, that. yeah. It's like the good beef. In <laughs> hey, there, for sure. Hey, you know what I don't like, man. That mm. I, I, I called Rafa a beaner, and I just thought, there's no name for you white guys. Like, nobody calls you guys meatloaf. <laughs> I think it's crack- cracker. It's cracker. Oh, cracker. <laughs> I forgot that one. Everybody's got, everybody, every oh. race has a food-related slur. Every single one of them. 
A cracker's cool though too, you know. It's like it has like a. Flavor. I never thought of it as yeah. cool when I would get called it. It was never said like in a cool way to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was up. always like, like you knew something cracking? was about to go down. Shut up, cracker. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We're gonna come back with more of the Buzz Adams Morning shut Show. Shut up, Ritz. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Lisa, I just wanted to share with you that a lot of listeners uh, have said that they thought you did a really, really Thank good you. job on sports. Today. I am so into sports. <laughs> <laughs> Could you see yourself ever getting into a sport like you? Wrestling is not a sport. I mean, unless unless yeah. they're wearing like a one a onesie, right. <laughs> You'd like the Olympics, that's a sport. But the Kinda wrestling that you watch is not. It's not a sport. Um, like any sport. Yeah, like you net. When you go to baseball games, do you even pay attention to what's going on when Dude, you're actually there? Dude, I've gone there? to a baseball game with you, and you asked me who's winning, and I was like, well, who's playing? Right. <laughs> um, Ask the important questions just first, Just trying bro. to think like, if there's any anything that you might... In- well, how about the... Uh, you talked about tennis. Do you, you never get into watching tennis? You know, I have gone and seen almost every sport in person, in action, yeah, live. And I've gone because I've gone to the U.S. Open before of uh, the this tennis one. Okay, I've, <laughs> I've done a I've I've seen golf. Like I've gone to a golf tournament before. Tell them why you went to a golf tournament. Because it was the Bob Hope Chrysler Classic, so Justin Timberlake was golfing. Uh, <laughs> uh. So <the> <laughs> went. Uh, so Aaron Lewis from Stained was there too. Uh, Alice Cooper was there. So yeah, there's lots of people. But Totes went for a JT. Um, I've gone to. I've gone to baseball game, basketball. I've been. I don't think I've gone to. No, I got invited to the Super Bowl. I didn't go. Though. You got invited to the Super Bowl. Yeah, one of my friends does like the stage stuff. Like you the want to talk about privilege. Yeah, Sanchez is the most privileged person I know, and she doesn't even know it. Sanchez, you're brown privilege. <laughs> I just, but I think for me, I don't, I don't like how angry people get over sports, and so it's just a game. No, I do get mad. Exactly, I, I really get mad. It ruins my day. I had an ex-boyfriend who was like that. Like whenever his team lost, I couldn't talk to him for the rest of the night. No sex because he was so mad. Like I <laughs> no, couldn't speak with no him. No sex. But I was just like, it's a game, bro, and your team Can I ask sucks. you a question? I'm not going to ask you who it was, but was it the Cowboys? I I don't oh. I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember who the team was? No. Uh, I just remember they sucked, and like, <laughs> so I was like, great. After every football game, I'm like, how many games are there? How often does this happen? So we were talking to Willie and the guys about about food that's like considered adventurous in in the UK, and Byron Kennedy told us that. Tofu is what's in those delicious, delicious, delicious Jack in the Box uh, tacos that you get. Two and for a dollar, man. It's ridiculous. Did that check out, Lisa? Is he right that that's tofu, it, not meat? Partially, it is partially a uh, vegetable. You know, I'm thinking about like it's meat flavored. Like, I think it's like the top ramen. You know, how it's like beef flavored. I can believe it now that I think about it because when you eat it, like if you eat ground beef, you can tell at some point it's like okay, well that's you know beef yeah. but that that thing is just like a paste yeah you know yeah. but so freaking good they're man. so good and, the, and so yeah. cheap i know that is incredible you could feed right? the world for a dollar for two tacos <laughs> i don't know why anybody's starving you can yeah just, <laughs> great <laughs> point buzz is on a feed the children for one dollar a day you're like you can get two tacos from <laughs> yeah that's lunch and dinner all right willie I'm, I'm gonna throw this at you you just tell me if you've ever heard of it or if you like it or not quinoa mm. it sounds korean 
Uh, right. I don't know much about it other than how to pronounce it because Quinoa is a, it's like little it's, balls, right? Yeah, it's a grain. It's like a it, it's a grain. It has. Uh, it reminds. You know what, I, is it like to? Is it like uh, tabbouli? I got. Is it, <laughs> yeah, you know what? what yeah, you know what yeah, tabbouli is? I would say it's similar. Do you know I what? It know, is? I didn't even know what quinoa. Quinoa. I didn't know what that is either. It's a, like a grain, and I don't know what they make out of it. I don't know. Maybe I've had it and don't even know that I've had well, it. Well, tabbouli actually it has quinoa in it. Oh, all what right. Does? Then I've had quinoa. Yeah, what, tabbouli. What has quinoa in it? Tabbouli. Uh, tabbouli. Uh, yeah. like you don't know what salad? that is? I don't know what the hell that is. That's food like, that, that's mean to other soups. That's quinoa. Did, did she? Say, did you say it was a salad? It's, it, you can get a, a grain. salad. No. Yeah, quinoa. So what quinoa is is it's a grain, um, similar to like a rice or something. But it uh, it's like a little. It almost looks like a little circle, and it um, it's like seeds. I'm like, trying to bring up a picture of what what quinoa. It looks like rice. I mean, yeah. uh, so rice is a grain. I guess this is like a grain. right. And so the reason that one people it's, do, it's kind of like a hipster. Millennial thing, they just love the quinoa. It also has more protein um, than traditional, like rice or something like that. Like, oh, and there's that. That looks like the two. Tab- that that's a, like the tabbouleh. That looks like something I would. That's tabbouleh salad. Yeah, that's that, a tabbouleh salad. I, 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 I gotta tell you, man. I've, I've, you know, I'm gonna. I was a kid, kid from the hood, right? You grew up in the hood. You only have certain type of meals. And I've been embarrassed a few times by going out to these fancy restaurants with agents in Beverly Hills. I remember it happened twice. And one time I was at a restaurant and I saw I saw something and it had a word on top, but underneath it said tomato soup. Uh, and I said, <laughs> I'll have tomato soup. And they brought the, my tomato soup, right? Was you it cold? Remember? Yeah, yeah, it was cold. And it was I like said, a bisque, yeah, right? Yeah, it's called gazpacho. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I said to the waiter, I said, excuse me, sir, uh, you guys got to heat this up. <laughs> and he looked at me like he laughed like a like like a like a like a like a, like a you know, just really condescending laugh. Like, oh. <laughs> like <laughs> muchacho. <You know? laughs> He's like, that's like, cute. Yeah. Like the laugh was like, <laughs> amigo. I'm not uh, a fancy eater. I like. I like steaks and baked potatoes and stuff oh, and hamburgers and that's stuff. Another so one. We don't need any of this stuff right here. Okay, what's the what's what's the, what's the like? You, they give you steak raw. They don't cook it. It's called something real fancy. Beef tartare. Tartare. Blue. I ordered tartare one time. Or bl- yeah, and I said it's not cooked. They said, "Sir, you ordered tartare." <laughs> I, well, I, I just thought it was a fancy way of like cooking it. I, I love it as rare like as rare good. as they'll serve it. You don't like that, Byron? No, God, no. Well, how do you get it? Do you like steak? Yeah, I do. You know, and I, I, I how do I'm you get it? Cooked? I get it medium now. I mean, I used oh, to. Oh, this man. dude sucks. I used to. I slept <laughs> over his house last week, and he had no food. Man, you suck. You suck. Your refrigerator sucks. Everything sucks. I told him, "Hey, bro, can I have some coffee? Check this out, bro." He goes, "You want to have some coffee? I'd love some coffee." Is right? Byron running a a B and B that I didn't know about? <laughs> no, no. no. Thank you. Check this out, bro. So so I so he goes. You want some coffee, right? Mm-hmm. I said I love some. Now, how much were you paying to stay the night with Byron? <laughs> yeah. What the hell is going okay, on? Okay, go bro? ahead. I'm his homie, man. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm there, right? Yeah, and you're the, his homie, and, not his customer. Oh, what the Jesus, hell? What's wrong with you? So so <laughs> so uh, I go I go. Yeah, I want some coffee. And then he just gives me black coffee, like just gives me black coffee, bro. And I'm like, um, bro, uh, you, you you got some milk. He goes, <laughs> he goes. He goes. No. I go. All right. You got sugar? Nope. Well, that's oh. how he takes his coffee. Anyone what? at Ice Cubes? 
You want ice cubes first. And I want and ice you, cubes because it's really one. hot. He makes it like hot, like the kind you like. Got Did on. you want some caramel macchiato in there too? I, 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 bro, Good I Lord, wanted, princess, I wanted some, why didn't you get some coffee on your way over? I, bro, I wanted some hazelnut something, man. <laughs> yeah. Did you want some soy latte in there? Uh, no, this dude, man. And then, and then check this out. He doesn't have breakfast. We get up in the morning. <laughs> I want to say Bro. whoever in your entourage, and I know who brought it, but I'm pretending I don't. Whoever brought me uh, a Vente Blonde, is that what VT stands for? Venti, yes. The Venti mm-hmm. Blonde Vente. Rose. No. Yeah. How about you thank the person that ordered it for you, too, because they knew you <laughs> needed the extra caffeine, so they got you a blonde rose. Right. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> All right, let me, let me give you a few more food items. You tell me if you consider these exotic or adventurous. Blue mm-hmm. cheese. What's your opinion of blue cheese? I only like it on a salad. It smells like feet. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I like it on a salad. Anchovies. Which I never have. I was just going to say, dude. I, know I never have a salad. A salad. Yeah. How about anchovies? Mm. Oh, bro, I did that by accident when I was in high school. Like on a pizza or no, something? No, yeah, because I always heard it on television. I always heard on television people I don't go, get anchovies. Yeah. So, so you I, ordered I had it. this girl, I, me and this girl went on a date. And I bought pizza. You wanted to impress her, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm not going to get you any cold tomato soup, but I'm going to get you some. Why didn't my dumb (laughs) Bro, my dumb ass. So I buy a pizza. I take her to the beach. And, I, and then oh, I, I, everything, everything I did w- went wrong because I saw everything in the movies. You know, in the movie, well, first I, I would always hear people say anchovies. So I ordered a pizza of anchovies, right? I didn't know it. I was the pizza was in the back seat, and then I drive the car into the sand. You know, I thought we were gonna like have a romantic date like they do in the movies. Did you know? You like, got once stuck, you, yeah. Yeah, once you get your sure. car in this, it doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But on TV, but on they TV, just go out and they got a dune TV buggy. Romantic, and... yeah. So we were cold. She was mad at me, and then we we. Where you like, this never happens to Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello. Yeah, and, yeah, and then, and then, but you know, okay, so, so here's my go-to. I said, well, at least this is how the pizza, right? So, so, and then she's like, what the hell's in here? She's spitting it out. So it's salty fish. Yeah, right? I said, yeah. anchovies. You, know, you know what that is, you dumbass. Nasty. Load it up. Whatever you want to put on a pizza, man. Except anchovies. I'll get it. No, I, pineapple. I'm fine, though. Pineapple, no, pineapple, thing is pineapple sucks. The pineapple thing is weird. That, that is I weird. love pineapple. There shouldn't be anything that's sweet on a pizza. I love pineapple. Right, pizza. Have you ever had chorizo pizza? Oh, not on a pizza, though. You like pineapple? Yeah, I love it. But have you ever had chorizo pizza? Anybody no, here? That doesn't sound good. That is good. Sounds actually. It sounds weird. Uh, calamari. Oh, it loves me some calamari. Some calamari. Like I don't like can? Yeah, with lemon with lemon and, and uh Tabasco. What about but when it's in the it. trash can? Yeah, he loves it so much he'll get it out of the trash. The same day. Nasty. Calamari's nasty. It was out for a few hours on the counter and it was my old calamari and he asked, Can I have it? And I said, Yeah, sure, whatever. I left at like three PM. He was still here. Calamari was slow. I'm like, oh, he must not be going to be eating it because it's been sitting out here for like almost 12 hours at this point. <laughs> I, I, so I threw it away and he took it out of the trash. Yeah, it was in Bro. a container and it was on top. Uh, okay. It wasn't like I picked it out of the trash. Right. It was in the no, container. That's that. No, that's, no, like, that's I mean, accept, acceptable. How do you not like about calamari, Byron? It's just, just like eating a rubber band, man. It's a little. It's a little chewy. That's for sure, but it's. Mm-hmm. Just, just, well, it's I, I don't really. It just. Oh, you think that's chewy? You should have menudo, bro. <laughs> that is rubber. Oysters. Let me get your opinion on oysters. It, you know what? It you consider me, it at an adventure. It reminds food? me when I used to um like suck my boogers when I was little. Mm-hmm. You know when you get your boogers like rolling down, and you're like. 
I think that's adventurous. Uh, uh, Byron, <laughs> just from what you've said already, I bet you don't go anywhere near oysters, do you? No, I don't. I don't mess with that. Mm-mm. But the- I didn't. But you know what? Once I when I went to New Orleans, I did charbroiled oysters, and those were good. So yeah, but I'm talking about the slimy, snotty ones. Yeah, it's a. I mean, I ate those too. But... I like them. <laughs> I think they're good. All right. those, those, Would you pick them out of the trash? You like them that much? <laughs> I, I'd be a little more particular about oysters, especially if they're raw. Yeah. What if you they're know? on top of the trash? If they're on to- anything yeah. that's on top of the trash and hasn't been there for too long, okay. as long as there's a barrier between it and like the coffee grounds and the eggshells and stuff. Or you kiss it and, and point to the sky. That's you ever do that great. one? I got to take a break. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. This is the uh, fifth and final hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show, also the El Paso hour, kind of a El Paso. The local, not, I, I, it's not exclusive, but oh. we're not broadcasting over the airwaves. Well, since it is El Paso, I want to give a shout out to a very good El Pasonian. Yep. Uh, Ruben Ortiz, bro, that's, that's my man. You know who that is? He's a lawyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I mean, yeah. I feel like I know at least like three or four Ruben Ortiz's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one you're talking about. Well, listen, man, I just want to tell anybody out there, man, if you ever, if you ever get in trouble, yeah, um, if you ever happen to smack somebody. Are you allowed to go back into... Um, <laughs> Shut up. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I thought you were ba- banned from your favorite bro, place bro, to get Menudo. Bro, don't... Oh, my God. Village Inn. Are you, I thought there was like a permanent VI ban. How do you know Ruben? Are you guys friends? He's or? he's a great guy. And, mm-hmm. he, and, and by the way, if anybody needs a great lawyer in El Paso, mm-hmm. I recommend Ruben Ortiz. He really? will He will save the day. Did he? Uh, yeah. First, yeah. I um you didn't have to pick up trash or anything? Listen, man, I just wanna say I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh-huh. I, I'm I'm trying to be very non specific here. And by the way you're, you're, and by the way, I love Just um, tell me just, Ruben, and you don't Ruben, have to talk specifics. Ruben Ortiz, bro. What 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 did you saying. end up getting? Anything? I, I okay. I had to do. I, I had to go to anger management in El Paso, bro. <laughs> you had to go yeah, to anger by, by the way, in El yeah, Paso. Yeah. By the way, Mr. Robles is another guy from. Is that El your pa- anger management dude? Yeah. What did you What did you learn from Mr. Robles? Um. To you, you, you have to. You realize most people have no idea. I know what, what we're you're talking, talking about. about. I know I, because we can't, man. Because, uh-huh. but, but, anyways, um, I, I, Ruben Ortiz, man, all love. If you ever get in trouble, uh-huh. uh, if you ever do something that's... Uh, Tell me what anger management is like, because I've only seen it in TV shows and is movies. Is it even real? Do you have sit you around in a circle anyone, with a bunch everybody of... Everybody I've ever met that's gone to anger management uh-huh. still has anger I was gonna, problems. Let me ask your boys. Does he everybody. still have anger and management issues? Does oh, Willie, he, he did you, been to anger management? you can cut it with a knife in here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what is so it? so, what happens? Is it a group? Like a bunch of people no, sitting around see, talking about diff- why they're so angry? No, mine was a different case because I couldn't come to El Because it had, a, it had from, to be in El Paso. It had to be in they El Paso. They wouldn't let you do it closer no. to where you were? So they had or me. just like at the nearest village inn, wherever you might be on the road? <laughs> okay, bro. Listen, they, they said, I had to buy books mm-hmm. uh, that they that this gentleman asked me to buy. And I had to do um, the work. It was their work books. books. Yeah, and I would have to write like why I'm upset. And mm-hmm. things like that. But um, Ruben Ortiz, just saying it. Put it out there, bro. Why he's upset. It's just pictures of Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> just drawings of him everywhere. Um, oh, my gosh, Buzz. So I watched the sneak peek of The Masked Singer. Oh, God. 
I wouldn't watch it. They're so okay. This is weird though. They have. I two- saw a commercial and it was like there. There was like a Siamese twin mask singer. Oh my or there gosh, were two it's, of them it's or whatever. Two owls. Yeah, it's a, it's called the Snowy Owls. And, and they it's sing two together. People. Yeah, it's two. Do you guys know what this show is? No, there's so There's much. Two What's it called? In there? The yes, I, I thought maybe it was just like two puppets at the top. No, it's two people. It sounds like it's a woman and a man, and they're singing together. Okay, so this is, on, is this show we talking about? That's on Prime. No. no, this is on Fox. NBC, Fox, whatever. It's on Fox, but it's basically okay, so where people come out in these fancy costumes mm-hmm. and they sing. They don't actually sing. It's obviously pre-recorded, no, but you it's know supposed what they to be do, them singing, but they're not singing live, but they've got a mask, no, so you don't know who it is. They are singing live, because that was the whole thing. The, they did a behind-the-scenes thing. They sing thing. live once they get kicked off, and that's when they suck real bad. But like when they go out there, everybody sounds pretty decent. You've seen it, Rafi, right? I No, I haven't seen it, but I know the, the gist of it. I've seen the commercials. Yeah, like that. right. And, so, cool and they're celebrities. They, oh, okay. At first, the first season, it wasn't. Like, big celebrities. But by the time, like, last season, they had, like, Tony. Terry Bradshaw and uh, uh, Cheech. Uh, yeah. Not Cheech. Chong. Um, he was in the first season. Tony Hawk was on this last season. You had um, a lot of different. None of those are a bigger deal than Tommy Chong. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, uh, who else? <laughs> Lil Wayne was the first person that was let off. But the costumes this year are incredible. They have, like, the baby alien, which is an actual, like, little motorized, like, You've alien. You've lost Willie. Willie's already just, like, no, looking no, on his phone. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Willie's tuned out. I have ADD, bro. I have ADHD. I have BS. I have all that. Yeah. Anger management problems. Ang- anger management problems. I got, I got You know what? You know uh, what? Wayne I, Brady won the show like two seasons ago. Well, that guy, that's all he does. That's like his shtick. He's a great singer. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's his shtick. That's how he won. I'm more impressed that somebody who doesn't sing like, like Tommy, Tommy Chong, Chong got yeah. out there yeah. and did it. You know, it's like when they have Dancing with the Stars and they get somebody who's known for dancing. Yeah. Right. Like somebody who is a professional <laughs> dancer. Right. Yeah. It doesn't really seem fair. No, it's true. All right, so what else is coming up on this season of The Masked Singer? There's a lot of really cool. Uh, I enjoyed the first season, then I realized that I was like a one season guy for this. It's like I get that's about all you that know, I need. I, I, I don't could get see the that concept. You don't you don't, don't understand what they so do. So basically, what happens is it's you've never seen it or you you've never I'm heard. I'm kind of familiar with it. I just don't really get the concept. So you're the supposed to try and figure out who it is. Yeah. So they, they give you hints of who the celebrities are under the mask. So you have no idea who they stupid. are. It's a stupid <laughs> show. And like what last, a waste of time. Last season. Big waste. You want to watch good show? Watch Snapped. That's a great show. That's called my That's future. That's women that kill their husbands, <laughs> yeah. and then like it's awesome. Like you like, you you, you figure out at the end you they, they solve the crime of how this. Yeah, woman- it's great. Joanna and I get excited. We don't know which one of us is going to end up on there, but the other one's going to be interviewed. So it's fine. <laughs> We're super excited. We work on. You ever watch Snap Man? Mm-hmm. Women who kill their husbands. You know who I think is going to end up on there? Who? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. You think she's talking about you, huh, bro? <laughs> I mean, not like you. Like, like I meant like you, like universal you. I mean, I don't think I would have followed somebody and filmed them on camera, but I feel like somebody, like if they wanted to be hurtful, would totally go after Listen, my way. Listen, we've had... <laughs> that, that's we've the first had, people go to. Yeah, we've had a lot of people call in and say that they know this person, and that is not out of character for her. <laughs> well, she should have had her in studio, man. That I would mean, have been cool. You don't go viral and it's your first time you ever walk. Right. You got a little test. And then all somebody. of a sudden That's another video comes out. They're yeah. like, oh, and here's a video from months before. This isn't your first rodeo. Um, you know why she's mad? 
Why? Because she works out and she's deprived and she eats healthy. You see, fat people um, she, are not just angry have a good because metabolism. we eat. You Some people I mean? have Look good at metabolism. Everybody in this room is not <laughs> upset because we eat, right? Except for you, dude. You Byron's, fat. Byron's like no, probably. He fat. He's not he, fat. No, he's not fat. He, he's a little. He's, I fast. He's, he fast. It's funny, like people that fast eat healthy right you after. Fast, really? Yeah. Well, he, they don't necessarily. He won't eat for like twelve hours, and then he'll eat like a. I, I've, re- I've heard some things that say that's very healthy, and it's a it great is. way to to control it, your weight. And it doesn't mean that you have to. I mean, it's better to eat healthy, but I I do it so that I can eat like a pig. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of these like yeah. one on one off days yeah, I'll, and things like that. I'll do like twenty four hours once in a while. I'll, yeah. I'll I do twenty hours a lot. I, it actually sounds really promising. I'm not going to endorse it because I'm not a scientist or a nutrition, it, it but really I've read some you, stuff that says that it's uh, there's something. It to makes it. you feel amazing. Does it? And then you don't have Karen teeing off on you when you honk at it. <laughs> I bet there's an ex. There's an ex, Mr. Karen. She said there's not a Mr. Karen. There's an ex, though, and we, he'd be the one to well, talk to for sure. Yeah, that's who we need to get a hold the of. Ex El Paso. It makes me Mr. wonder, Karen. like, if the if the woman filming her. So this was uh, the the lady who called in yesterday and say she's not privileged, so she's not a Karen. Her name isn't even Karen. Uh, but like, if the woman had stepped out and she'd been like a hot like, chick like a hot chick <laughs> yeah like where would she have gone because you know it would have been something else it would have been her teeth with your <laughs> ugly shoes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love how she said with an android phone go back to your country i love how she said i don't i don't i don't that, that would have been it go back to your country <laughs> i don't call people fat unless they honk at me Stop it! I feel like she's talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that like hits home, man. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Hey, I wanted to hit a couple uh, local items while we got Willie here, but you can see Willie at the El Paso comic strip this weekend. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. The Sunday show, Byron Kennedy is here. And Rafael Rafael Molina Molina is here. So, a good show. Uh, They had some of the mayoral candidates. We're we're coming up on the mayoral election. Great show. And uh, El Paso's mayoral candidates uh, squared off and talked about COVID-19 and police accountability were some of the things they were talking about. Hmm? Uh, You guys get a new mayor, right? Well, the current mayor is (laughs) running. So what? So So we might get the current mayor. So we got the former mayor who seemed to be... How long can you be mayor? I I don't know. Is it like two or four years, Lisa? Do you know? How long is... How long is cooking... It seems like he was in for like a decade. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like you can you can win more than two term. Is he Republican? Does anybody know? Looking it up. Every five is years. Our current mayor is Republican. Every five years, Trump twenty twenty cannot be reelected after two terms. Trump no, twenty twenty. He, he doesn't get along with Trump. Really? Like, yeah, no. Oh, what do they call those? They call them rhinos. Yeah. Yeah, he called oh, them. He that. was called a oh, rhino. He called a rhino. Trump called our mayor a rhino. You know what a rhino is, dude? A, a fat person? No. <laughs> Did Karen call him a rhino? <laughs> Republican in name only. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a rhino. I like it. Trump 2020. Now, Trump had said things like, El Paso had this terrible murder rate, and then they built a wall, and overnight it solved it, which is not true. So the mayor said it wasn't true. 
And so Trump c- came to a rally in El Paso. Your mayor, who's a rhino. Oh. That's why he's not up here on the stage. Oh, wow. Like your Senator Ted Cruz, who I suggested his father killed JFK and also called his wife an ugly bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> we've paved that all over now. So, you, yeah, we have a Republican mayor, but he is he stood up to Trump. So uh, former Mayor Oscar Leeser is running, and then there are some newcomers. So let me just tell you what they said. Uh, Carlos Galinar said that he would, if elected mayor, direct the city manager to fire El Paso Police Chief Greg Allen. Uh, Chief Allen has been in the role as chief since 2008. Uh, According to Galinar, the city has spent millions of dollars defending Allen and the police department against excessive use of force lawsuits. I'll say if that's the case, like if that's true that millions of dollars, then that must just be the way that it is in every city because El Paso, you know, doesn't. We don't have a lot of high-profile cases of police brutality. I'm not even aware of. I've been stopped by um, El Paso PD uh, probably eight times. You know, so that really, it, yeah. I would have thought the village inn manager just would have handled it. <laughs> <laughs> they call the police. All right, come bro. on. All right. Well, all I want to say about El Paso Police Department yeah. is, they're, they're, listen, I've always uh, good people. That's all I want to say. And, and listen, I think I don't they know, could give I, out a few more warnings. And, and, and I don't know why. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only thing I would say. More yeah, maybe a warning instead of a citation. You know what? Nice. And I don't know why people want to defund the police. There's another one that I don't understand. Because if you guys do that, people, we're going to end up having cops like in Mexico. I see nothing. See like 30 dead bodies. I see nothing. I was looking the other way. Like you got to bribe them yeah. if you want them to do anything. Uh, Gallinar criticized Oscar, this is Oscar Lisa, the former mayor, for not condemning Chief Allen's 2016 statement calling the Black Lives Matter movement a radical hate group. I think it's He's, germane to the point to point out that Chief Allen is an African-American mm-hmm. chief of police. Right. Uh, so he didn't condemn uh, the BLM? He did. He called the Black Lives Matter movement a radical hate group. Oh, okay. okay. Um... So that's Gallinar who's running. I've seen a few sites for Gallinar. Most of them I see are are Margot or Leeser. Those are the ones I've I see. I've seen for the most in part. my neighborhood a lot of Veronicas. Who's Veronica? Veronica Carbaja. I, I oh, all I right. Would, I would vote for Veronica. <laughs> well, Veronicas are always hot. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let me tell you what she said. Uh, Veronica Carvajal emphasized, this is from the El Paso Times, I should point out, even though I pay for the paper, so I don't know if I should have to point it out, but I'll do it anyway. I can't believe you still have a paper, man. I do. You're like the last one. I'm the, you're I'm, probably the only one. That you, they're in business because of you. I'm the only one that they actually bring a physical paper to, I'm pretty sure. Carvajal emphasized she was the only mayoral candidate at the May 31st protest in El Paso of the George of the death of George Floyd. They, you know, most cities yeah. had some kind yeah. of protest. They had one in El Paso. I didn't think it got too hairy. I mean, from what I saw, no. I think they might have. There might have been a little tear gas involved, but it wasn't. It wasn't the the situation that you saw in other big cities. Um, 
you know, I think the city was prepared for that type of thing. Uh, like a lot of things in El Paso, it seemed kind of half-assed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the best was my friends that were going to the bar for Sunday Funday, and the police all stopped them. You're getting too close to headquarters. Like, oh, no, 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 we're not here for the protest. We're going to the bar. They just want right? to go to the bar. <laughs> and yeah. the cops just looked at him like, oh, um, the protest here was go like, right ahead. The, the protest here was two black guys. And then, <laughs> all right. and then one of the black guys was half Mexican. So, yeah, so Veronica Carvajal <laughs> said that she was actually at the protest. Uh, she noted she was the only candidate who spoke out against the department's firing of tear gas and beanbag rounds at protesters. Did what? that even happen? I don't it even. Did. Yes, it did. Um, so Anybody the protest, the protest was supposed to end. It was supposed to be, I believe six to eight or uh, or five to seven, it was something like that. But in about thirty minutes to an hour after the protest was supposed to be ending. Um, you did see situations of people that were still there, were still gathering, and there was uh, tear, gra- tear gas that was used at one of the locations. Um, you did see that. Uh, you did see a lot of, I-, I would say, almost violence on both sides from protesters and from the police in that situation. But um, it it kind of seemed like everyone who was there for the protest and who really meant well and wanted to stand up. I'm all for the protest, but they left a, by I, that I point. I don't understand when they start looting. Like, how does a pair of Jordans going to save the cause? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, out of all the people that are protesting, how many percentage-wise would you guess loot? Loot. Uh, in LA, a lot. <laughs> That's a big percentage, yeah. bro. You know, you know what the funniest thing I saw. Was, I mean, but what would a big percentage be? One, one percent, ten percent. Yeah, if it's five and you have a like a hundred thousand people going to the protest, it's gonna look right. like a lot of, of, of yeah. looters. But it's not. You know, the funniest thing was when a guy was looting in LA. Did you see that here? On, on, on do you guys catch that on, on the news? There's a there was lot a guy, of guys. There was a the guy show. who was looting in LA, and he had like. His arms around like all this Nike gear, and then some other gangbangers came and took his stuff. And the guy was sitting there like, "What losers, man! <laughs> what losers? Freaking criminal element here at my riot." <laughs> uh, there's another candidate named Calvin Zilsdorf, and I certainly hope that I'm saying that right. But Zilsdorf said Chief Allen needed to be held accountable for the use of force shown at the protest, but did not elaborate. Uh, I'll say this, like, I uh, as much as I've interacted with uh, Chief Allen, he seems like he looks you in the eye. Yeah, he's a straight shooter. Yeah, yeah. I, he, I've seen that guy. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's no nonsense, man. Uh, yeah, he's like a guy in a cop movie about the badass cop that kicks ass and kind of, you know, yeah. that that's Chief it's Allen. Him. You know, he's like the hero of a cop movie. He's like, like he, John like, McClane. Yeah, he's like that guy that 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 from Blazing Saddles who came in like, you know, the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the current mayor, DeMargo, touted the growth of the police department during his tenure, which seems to be going in the opposite direction of what a lot of the protests are. They they don't want to see growth in the police department. And uh, he says that the police department in El Paso has increased by 151 officers since he's been in office. I don't see anything from Oscar here. So Oscar was the mayor for multiple terms, and he's running again. And who else? Do you see anybody else's signs in yards, Lisa? Um, no, it's mostly Carlos, Veronica, D, and uh, Oscar that I see signs for. 
I was thinking the way I'm going to do it is some people have a sign for the mayoral candidate and some of them also have a sign for the presidential candidate. So it's like whoever I see in more yards that also have Trump signs is the one I'm not going to vote for. (laughs) (laughs) Do you follow what I'm saying? It's like, all right, well, most of these people who are supporting Trump are supporting, but it's not Margo. You would, you would think that it's Margo, but it's not necessarily you know, because he's right. a rhino, according to Trump. <laughs> you know what's weird, too? As I just realized I had a friend who came over the other day, and she looked at my yard and was like, hey, where'd your signs go that I put there? Because she works for a political campaign. And she's like, where'd the signs go that you got? And I'm like, what signs? And I realized all of the signs in my neighborhood, someone went through and took all of them out <laughs> for this certain candidate. And I was like, are you kidding me? Did, did they have permission to put it in your yard? Well, yeah. Yeah, she texted me and told me she's putting it in there. And so I was like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. But the my neighbor across the street also had a sign for this person, and it was gone. And then I started looking around the neighborhood and all the places that had those Who's signs. Who's the person? Can I, can I guess who, like, if it rhymes with Mo, Bi- Mo Guiden? <laughs> uh, no, it was not. Okay. But, yeah, so the, all the signs went missing, though. And I, I'm like, wait, did someone go through our neighborhood and start stealing all of the political signs off the yards? And I, I think so. I didn't know it was getting that contentious already. Let, there was another thing this week where the city council was going to vote on whether to identify places where there have been clusters of outbreaks. So this was kind of interesting. Uh, what kind of outbreaks? Coronavirus. In El Paso? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you missed it, Boo. After you left, there was a huge spike in cases in this area. Yeah. Wow. We're talking about like there was one day where there was over 400. Cases. Cases. Wow. So it was once again, it was a 4-4 tie, so that means the mayor had to break the tie, and Mayor Margo again voted not to because he says state law pro- precludes, you're not allowed to do it, to identify. So the difference between this time and the time they did it a couple of months ago was this time was only having to do with uh, governmental offices. A government-run sites where they have coronavirus. The first time was like, if there's any restaurant or a hotel or any place, a church, we want to know where they were. And Mayor Margo said, well, you're not allowed to do that. Uh, this time around, it was like, all right, all right, fine. Well, how about government offices? Four of the council members and Margo again said, no, you can't do that. And, but I guess a lot of people feel like, hey, come on, tell us where, where these clusters are breaking out. Uh this would have included municipalities, correctional facilities, nursing homes, long-term care facilities, hospitals, libraries, courthouses, uh, and the like. All right, Willie, you want to uh, put the pitch in for people to come out and see some comedy this Man, weekend? You guys, I think a lot of people are going to come anyway. Listen, bro. Right, you know, times are it's really weird times, and for us as comedians, man, it's a weird vibe up there because I haven't done it for like seven months, stand up. You know, so you're out of practice. I really am. I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm rusty, man. But I tell the, you know, you know me, man. So I tell the audience how it is, and when we have fun, and it's, and you know what? There's a lot of stress. Yeah. You know, and, and I go, you know, and a lot of people are stuck Byron, at, was it fun? stuck at home. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, man. Yeah. Good to know. I, I, I love that. Yeah. Club. Now I know why Willie loves it so much. Yeah, it's, it's a, it is. It is a fun vibe. club. All right. right Come out for some comedy. This is the El Paso Comic Strip. Uh, Socorro's own Rafael Molina is here. And you can see Willie Barcena. And I'll talk to you guys later this weekend. All right. All right. right, But thanks, Thanks, bud. Thanks for having us. 
It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we've only got like 17 or 20 minutes left in the show before we have to wrap up today, uh-huh. so we better get into that. All right, let me hit these real Someone's quick. Steve, uh, Steve Kaplowitz is with us. So, Steve, yeah. uh, I, I don't know if I said this on the air, but we just observed Steve Kaplowitz's 25th year Woo! of working Woo! for our radio stations. I was going to say for Thank Town you. Square Media, but it, Town Square Media wasn't around back when you started. You remember what no, we were when you started? Wave. It was New Wave. New Wave. I was... Uh, first off, and I, and I technically I started in June of '95, but I spent three months working for you for free yeah. without any pay or compensation. Yeah, Brad so told him that my was the way we date. do with everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, everybody in this building can pretty much say that. Uh, but September 16th. Uh, 1995 was my hi- was my official hire date. So, yes, technically I've been an employer, uh, an employee, I should say, of this uh, station for 25 years. All right. Woo! So now, thank you. September thank 16th you. can finally mean something to us. There we go. Uh, all right, Lisa. What else do you have? <laughs> right, let me hit you real quick with these three things. Um, they're saying the most likely way you'll get infected with COVID-19. So, first of all, um, they're saying surfaces don't seem to matter as much was originally thought. In the beginning, they thought that um, if someone coughed or sneezed onto an area, um, they actually say that the virus doesn't last as long on that area as initially thought. So, um, And it, its half-life is relatively short. So that means that every six hours, 50% of the virus shrivels up and becomes inactive or non-infectious. It means if you start with 100 particles on something after six hours, it's to 50. Six hours later, it's 25. Fewer than 10 remain after 24 hours. Um, so instead of buying another can of Lysol, they're saying maybe invest instead in an air purifier, more comfortable two-ply mask, or even an outdoor fire pit or space heater so you can socially distance outside um, instead All of right. inside during the winter. Don't worry so much about it being on surfaces. Right. Close-range droplets are the new leading theory. Um, they're saying that this is someone uh, that would sneeze, cough, sing, shout, or even breathing that is something that would be uh, more likely for you to catch it. Being in close contact with someone raises the risk that you will go ahead and get You infected. mean the things that, like, maybe a mask might really help reduce? Absolutely. There's yelling, screaming, singing. Without a mask, yes. Uh-huh. Aerosol transmission, they have finally said, has gradually gained acceptance. Uh, throughout, for instance, there was a wife and husband who went on a 15-hour international flight 15 hours, but they were wearing masks and not one person on that flight got infected. So they're saying masks are really one of the top ways to go ahead and protect yourself from I think if I was a flight attendant, I'd be pushing for hazard pay. I mean, I know at this point the airlines are Mm -hmm. are laying people off, but you you want to talk about on the front line, imagine being inside a tin can at 20,000 feet. Right. And who knows But they what? just said 15 hours, these two people who were infected were masks, and they were able to not infect anyone. So they're saying proper ventilation, having air filters are two of the best ways, wearing a mask, and also being outdoors is the best ventilation that you can have. So those are just some of the ways. That's the end. Is that is that it for yeah. your news? Yeah. All right. So, so I looked up. Uh, the president was talking about teaching pro-America mm-hmm. history in class. I guess that might sound nice, but wouldn't you rather just be like, well, let's teach accurate history, whatever yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, so I I wanted to know, well, specifically, what's he talking about? A lot of it has to do with the New York Times Magazine 1619 Project, named for the year the first enslaved Africans arrived in the Virginia colony. 
He really doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. And here's what the president says. The 1690 Project, quote, rewrites American history to teach our children that we were founded on the principle of oppression, not freedom. Mm I guess I would say, well, for some people it was freedom. Sure. maybe not for everybody. (laughs) It seems like, as with many things in life, Steve... The truth probably lies somewhere in the middle between the two extremes, right? I think that's very accurate. Well, here's yes. what the president <laughs> says about the idea that America was uh, founded on the principle of oppression. Nothing could be further from the truth. Mm, I wonder if he talked to any Native Americans. Uh, he said that the United States founding, quote, set in motion the unstoppable chain of events that abolished slavery. You know what else would have abolished slavery? If they'd abolished slavery. At the very beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Secured civil rights. I've heard this argument before. It's like, well, it was because of America that slavery was about. Eventually. Um, So I I just, you know, stick my hand in the air here and say, I think it's probably better if you teach uh, the thing that's factually true, whichever whichever that may be. Steve, uh, you want to preview the weekend in sports? Miners are playing uh, Abilene Christian. I think this is Abilene Christian's first game of the year, right? That's correct. 7 o'clock, Sun Bowl. We'll have it for you. John Teicher calling it with Mike Pettis, former UTEP quarterback on uh, 600 oh, ESPN yeah. El Paso. Mike Pettis. Yes. What was that, like, right. a, like 10, 12, 15 years ago that Mike Pettis was the quarterback? Uh, 89 to oh. 93, I think, oh, oh, is when okay. Mike Pettis much, played. Much, so, much right when you first arrived. I guess right so. When you right. first arrived. So. All right. Uh, That'll be good. We got any any key college matchups for this weekend? You don't think UTEP and ACU that, is a key college yeah, matchup? looking on, past no. UTEP. And, I mean, of course, that is definitely the star on the door for the weekend. But uh, who else is playing? As far as big games in college football, I think Miami-Louisville, um, uh, that's going to be probably the biggest game because they're both ranked in the top 25, and uh, there's really nobody else that looks to be competing with that game. That's 5.30 um, on Saturday on ABC. Miami is 17th in the country. Louisville is 18th. I mean, there's a lot of other games. I wouldn't just say they're great. Notre Dame is playing South Florida. That has a chance to be kind of interesting as well. Uh, but mostly uh, ACC teams are playing, although Oklahoma State is over opening up against Tulsa. Uh, that's 10 a.m. on ESPN tomorrow. Morning. That, we call so. that baby bedlam. Ah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Cowboys game is going to be a big deal. They've drawn the, they've got the early game uh, coming up. It's a home opener for the Cowboys. You can hear all that on our FM station, 95.5 KLAQ. And we're going to start our uh, pregame coverage at 10 a.m. Do you have anything else picked out as like a, like a can't-miss uh, football matchup in the NFL this weekend? Uh, NFL. I was going to say locomotive, but that's football. But that's a different kind of football. Yeah. That's European football. But they're playing also at home on Saturday, and that's a big one for Are them they as well. Fans so. yet? They do. Fifteen hundred fans, and they've sold out every game they've played since fans have been allowed back. So fifteen hundred sold out at Southwest University Park. By the way, they're in first place. They have won five straight, and right now they are. Um, a playoff team. They're back in the playoffs for the second year in a row, so congratulations to Mark Lowry and the boys doing a terrific job. They play Saturday night here as well against uh, the Real Monarchs from Salt Lake City. All right. Thank you, Steve, for joining us. Thank you, uh, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday. Talk to you then. So long.